everybody. Welcome to Love is on the Air, where everything is censored except the swear words. Today, we have a wonderful, beautiful guest. How old are you? <laughs> 24. 24, that's it? I'll be 25 in November. Oh my god. I just started telling people I'm 25. Like people ask me, I'm like, I'm 25. Get in the habit now. Yeah. Um, Eric, how's it going? Good. I Dude. feel old now, though. I know. Me too, kind of. What the fuck? Well, I'm already 25. I'm like 25. older than half the people I work with. Oh my God, people are going to make fun of my accent. I just realized this. Yes. Wait, where are you We're from? We're both northern. Ohio. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be great. We both are like, is it pop or soda? And we don't answer because we'll get made fun of. Yes, because they yell at oh, us wait, for what Oh, wait, you guys are pick. enemies. Well, kind of. Yeah, my football team's of. better, but huh. it's fine. I'll just not say anything. You'll battle over those lakes or whatever happened to you. <laughs> well, we don't have any lakes in Ohio. Lakes? What are you talking about? Isn't that why Ohio and Michigan hate each other? Because of the lakes or something? <laughs> in, for me, it's just football. It's just, also, Ohio yeah, sometimes is kind of ugly. Of lakes. I just don't like driving through Ohio because it it's takes all and boring. your time and it is so boring. Yeah, it's so flat and boring. I'm like, oh, look, another freaking field. Yeah. How exciting. Yeah. Hmm. But then we get to Kentucky and it's all beautiful. It's a bunch of mountains. Yeah, it like opens like up and you're like, wow, look at these mountains. But really, it's just like hills. Yeah. Yeah. But and there's horses and then. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, I don't know why everyone else thinks we're feuding, but for me, it's football and driving through it. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> just football. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, anyway, I assume you want to know what's going on dating In your wise. dating life. Anything? And I'll go ahead and tell you right off the bat. There's nothing. But I, I do have a good story for you. Excellent. A Tinder story. Ooh. So after our last podcast with my friend Snelling, um, he was going on, 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 and on. That's what I meant. Going on and on about Tinder. So I decided to give it another try. And I matched with this girl. And it quickly turned into being a little bit psycho. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, so we matched and then not a minute later, she sent a message and I could see that she messaged and I didn't read it yet. Like right away? Like right away. Oh, that's scary. And I didn't read it. I just saw that she sent something and then she sent at least four more before I responded even once. Oh boy. And she was just like, she was acting like we were definitely going to work out. She was like, I can already tell that. That we would get along. We should meet up. I would have unmatched her ass so fast. <laughs> and I kind of just like blew that off and just kind of just try to talk normally with her. And then, I don't know, one, like a few days later she asked what I was doing. And I said, oh, I'm just recording some music for, for this guy and just had the track guitar all day pretty much. And she said something like, oh, that sounds like it would be fun to watch. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. And I just didn't respond. Stage five clinger. Seriously. No. What, you you want to watch me record music? Was she young? She was divorced. Oh, dear. Oh. Well, we can see why. So I don't think she was that young. Wow. I, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, like, then, what did her bio say? Yeah. Like, what did it say about her? Like, what made you swipe right? Is that the direction you Just saw? her picture. Oh, God. You didn't read the bio? I don't remember it. I oh, did boy. read it, but I don't remember it. But anyway. So you stopped answering and did she ever respond she, again? It was before I took a trip to Kentucky like a couple weeks ago. And the last thing she said, it was something like, 
I'm getting off Tinder, um, but you have my number, so just message or text me when you get back. Something I'm like getting that. off oh, Tinder. God. Usually when people get off Tinder, it's because they aren't getting their own way. Oh, my God. That's what I think. Like, I have friends who will download Tinder for, like, three days and be like, yeah, so I had to download, undownload Tinder. Like, I, I just, it's just not healthy. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't. I'm like, oh, you mean, like, no one was giving you attention? Mm. Like, I love my friends, but at the same yes. time, like, I will call you out on your bullshit. Yeah. That's really funny and kind of creepy. Yeah, no. Poor Eric. You're so discouraged, I bet. It's fine. Every time you use these apps, something weird happens. What else weird happened? I don't know. Isn't that why you stopped using them? I just feel weird using them. I feel like Bumble's better, right? See, That's my time I was think. before Bumble. Like, Bumble wasn't really a thing when I was on Tinder. I think it's fine if you're a dude. But for me, I couldn't do it because I never wanted to say the first oh, thing. Oh, you don't initiate? I'm too scared. I'm lame. So... I will check in with myself. <laughs> Everyone, Phil and I said I love you to each other. It's Whoa. finally happened. Wait, haven't y'all been together for like a year? We've been together for a year and seriously two weeks. And we just said I love you one week ago. Which, Whoa. I know, I Whoa. know. Okay, so. Wait, is there well, a time it should have happened? I mean, I think that's just a really long time. It's just, it seems to me a lot longer than anyone I've talked to has Well, because I've seen you with him, and right. I would have never thought that you guys had never said the L word. Because we act that way, and we show each other mm -hmm. that, like, all the time. So I was like, at first, it was a game, and I was like, well, I'm not going to say it first. I'm not that's doing it. That's what I was going to say. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I, I've actually, I've only said it one time, and I said it first, and that. That crash and burn. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. So I kept waiting and waiting and waiting. And then, like, I started to get, like, I would be drinking or whatever, and it would almost come out, and then mm -hmm. I would get scared and have to stop myself. And I was like, I don't know how much longer I can do this because it's going to fly out of my mouth, like, mm -hmm. after my second glass of wine one day. And so... We went to Vegas on vacation. Yes. And I just decided I was going to say it. And I told him that it's I like loved him by the pool. It's literally it was, like you it were was. planning it like you were going to pop the fucking question. It was exactly like that because like, I planned I'm going it. I'm to tell him I love him in Vegas. Yes. Because <laughs> like a few days before we left, I was like, I really want to say it right now. I don't want to. I'm too scared. Like I would get so close and then I would be so scared and stop. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to do it at the pool. It's a beautiful day. We had like this little seating pod, they called it, and for two people by the pool. And so we we ordered our drinks, hadn't had anything to eat, ordered a double, sucked it down, and then I was like, this is it right now. I'm doing it. And I did it. What, you just, you all were just talking normally, and then you just, um, what happened? We were talking about something. See, this is also what I didn't want is I don't I didn't want to forget all the details, but I kind of do. Yeah. But it's fine. It's a blur. So yeah. it was the double vodka. We soda were with definitely. Lime. Yeah, it really was. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it was. Can I get like potatoes and soda with two limes? Yes. Please? Well, I I got um. I actually asked for extra lime because there wasn't enough citrus in there. Joe's anyway, white girl is showing. I, am, I yeah. It's, full fledged. Um, I. We were talking about something like 
meaningful. I don't know. It wasn't just like I blurted it out. But I told him and I almost cried, which I also blame on the vodka. And But then I didn't cry. Why are you giving me that face? He's giving confused. me a very confused look. I just pictured look. Jill sitting in a bikini, like know, drinking I'm, vodka. I just Demi Lovato just hat Just sitting on. there and just going, I love you. <laughs> I'm just imagining like they're just sitting there and Phil's just like, man, this drink's really good. And he looks over and Jill's almost in tears. In tears. <laughs> She's like, what's wrong with you? She's like, I kind of want to vomit, but I kind of want to cry. The tears didn't happen until I was saying the word. Did he say it back? He said it back right away, which was my main concern. I feel like he was waiting this whole time just for you to say it first. I think he was. He was like, well, he said that he was really nervous to say it because he said it a lot before and like it hadn't worked out and Mm -hmm. whatever. And he was like, I just wanted to, like, be super ready. And I wanted you to know before I said it. Like, he wanted to show me. Show you that you loved you instead of saying it. Yes. So, like, I did know. And 99% of me was like, he's going to say it back for sure. Because there's no way. The the way that he acts totally lines up with it. Mm -hmm. But then the 1% always went out where I was like, no. What if he doesn't say it? I'll be too embarrassed. It'd be an awkward trip. That would be, be so like, awkward. like, well, I'm going to go fuck off yep. onto United Airlines <laughs> You can go in leave. the pool, yep. and I will stay on this beautiful pod by myself with all of our drinks. And You, um, sir, in the red shirt. <laughs> I love you. I love you more than I love this guy. No, it was great. It was it's exciting. a new girl scene that would happen. Oh. I haven't yeah, so. you're right. So do you and Phil say it freely now? Yes. And it's awesome. Do you guys just like sit next to each other and just like say it back and forth? <laughs> a couple times I did text him that because I was like, I've never been able to text this to you. I've sent him like seven different I love you bitmojis that I've been waiting to send. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's So you're exciting. thriving. Your relationship We is are thriving. thriving. That's it's great, exciting. Jill. Thank you. That's awesome. Thanks. And I don't want to interfere with your med- your moderating right now, but you have bypassed most of the intro. I know. <laughs> you usually do. It just happened. Okay, I'll just recap really quick. Let's do the sensor noise first. Okay. So if we say anyone's name, this noise will be played instead of their name. Ready, go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent. Are you happy with it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, then I would like you to answer this. Okay. If you could have a dream car in color, what would it be? So it had always been like a 3 Series BMW, but now that Tesla is a thing, mm. I'm the most eco-friendly bitch there is. Uh, so I would love a Tesla. Are they like hybrid? Yeah, like they they're run like on, super they, quiet. They're like too, super right? quiet. Run on electric. That's awesome. Um, my gynecologist has one, and I just found that out. I was walking into my appointment. She has her own parking space. Jesus, and she has a Tesla, Goals. and it's like a hatchback. Oh wow! And it was really cute. But That's I only drive awesome. white cars. Only white. Yeah, I've okay. had a white Jetta since I was fifteen. And I've had three of them. Oh, my god! Not because gosh. I wreck them, but because I like a new car every three years. Okay. So I just, like, lease a new car constantly. Why does it have to be white? Um, That's just a thing you started and you just want to keep going? Or there's another secret reason? No, I just, I think that white, so I think that white cars, it doesn't make any sense. But I think they look really, like, sharp and clean, mm-hmm. even though up close they always look filthy. Yeah. 
But I love Jetta's. I love Volkswagen. Always have. So I'm very content with my car. But like my dream car would be like completely eco-friendly and white. I hate leather seats. So I would love like cloth seats. Yeah, it's or, like, too hot here print. for leather. Like if money wasn't an issue, I'd have like a cheetah print interior. Oh my gosh, yes. Can you imagine? Oh I, I my gosh. I doubt Tesla has cars without leather seats though. I know. You think? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if you like would have enough money to be like, listen, I'm about to drop however much a Tesla costs. They're like You can give me cheetah print freaking yeah. cloth seats. They're very expensive. Um, My friend's dad has one. And I know for a fact it was, it was like a hundred thousand dollars. When you think about how much money it would save mm. you, yeah, good point. In the long run, but then again, I don't, I don't really drive that much, so, you know. But yeah, I would definitely have an eco-friendly car, but not a Prius because those sound like yeah, a Prius when they drive. Prius. Yeah, yeah. No. All right. So tell everyone your current relationship status. I have a boyfriend. His name is Jesse. We met on Tinder about two and a half years ago. And we have lived together for two years. He moved wow. in with me very fast. His lease was up in his apartment. And he was like, so am I moving in with you? And I'm like, sure, yeah, do it. <laughs> um, yeah, why not? We spend every day together. So we now live together. We went from living in a house which you're familiar with, mm -hmm. with a bunch of people. Uh, we had a four-bedroom, two-bath house, and now we live in a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment, just the two of us and our three cats and our dog. Oh. Yep, so do your pets get your second bedroom? Or is that like... It's my closet. Oh, my God. Okay, well, that makes sense like because my makeup the closet room. at your other house, your old house, that used, shit was amazing. Yeah, so it used to be like the laundry room back in the day, and they converted it into like a vanity closet room. It was so amazing. Yeah, like you could put like a blow-up queen mattress on the floor. and Yeah. So we ha I told Jesse, I said, if we move into an apartment after owning... I have to have a two bedroom yeah. so I can have like a closet and, and I do makeup and that kind of stuff. So yeah, but the litter box is also in there, which is charming, but get a little candle or something. Like cat pee all the time. <laughs> Not really. People don't notice it, but I do. Um, I got these little like charcoal filters that you put in there. So it's not really that bad, but that's good. Yep. Um, I actually remember you showing him on Tinder, showing him to me. Yeah. I remember you being like, look at this guy. Like, he's so hot. You, yeah, and you can see, like, how do I explain it? So I vividly remember his dating profile. Yeah, he's with, like, such, the tap. Yes, and he's, like, such a dork. Um, <laughs> one of them was him in a costume. I can't remember. But he, it was some probably Marvel. I don't know. He was in, like, an all-blue jumpsuit thing. And you could see his dick, which was cute. But his bio was 6'3 with a sunny disposition, which I don't know why men constantly have to think they need to put their height and everything. But then I don't know why women have to constantly ask men how tall they are and judge men on how tall they are. Yes. Because my friends do that. They literally ask every guy on Tinder, how tall are you? And I'm like, why does that matter? And they're like, well, I don't want to date a guy shorter than me. I'm like, yes. why? It could be the best dick of your life, sis. And you're going to literally be like, oh, you're 5'9", and I'm 5'6", you're too short. Yeah, no. Makes no sense to me. But 
And it's funny because Jesse does not have a sunny disposition. Yeah, I was just going to say. He is one of them. You wouldn't mo- really think that. Yeah, he is such him. a negative motherfucker. <laughs> but funny. So he meant it like more as a joke. But yeah, I swiped right on him. And I had just gone home for like a little. Because when was it? So I broke up with. Which you can believe his name out. Yes. Because he's a whiny bitch. Um <laughs> I broke up with him, like, at the end of October, early, like, right after his birthday uh, of, you know, like, 15 or whatever. Yeah. And then... Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And then I was, sing- like, all through Christmas, all that, single, single, single. I had gone home. We celebrate my family Christmas at the end of December, so I had gone home, and that was when Jesse and I matched on Tinder, because I obviously was on Tinder. I'm single. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, you might as well just have it because everyone likes attention. Well, yeah. And, um, like, when I had gotten back after the first of the year, I strung him along for weeks. <laughs> Literally weeks because I was actually fucking another guy. Um, he thinks so highly of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It really, my body count's not high, guys, but, it's like, fine. I was thriving. I had been having mediocre dick for, like, two years. So you were living it up. Yeah, I was living it up. I mean, you, you know, whatever. I was serial be. dating and yes. getting occasional dick. So I was, I had had sex with this rando guy and but he was really hot. Like he had tattoos and he was a musician and like super misunderstood and he like did coke. So I thought that was cute apparently <laughs> at the time. So I blew up Jesse for a, a good two weeks and he had asked me to hang out, asked me to hang out, asked me to hang out, whatever. I finally texted him. I was like, so where are you taking me on our date? Because I'm very forward. And he was like, wherever you want to go. So we went to Burger Republic in the Gulf. Excellent choice. Love their burgers. Yep. Yep. Super good. And we met there on like a Tuesday or something and had our date. It was great. He was very quiet and introverted, but super cute. He wore a hat the whole meal, and it really drove me nuts. <laughs> um, but it was like a sock hat, and I didn't, okay. I didn't know if maybe he was, like, balding or something. <laughs> um, so I wasn't going to be like, hey, take your hat off. Now I do. I'm like, take your fucking hat off at the yeah. table. And he walked me to my car. Like, I literally would have gone home with him that night if he would have asked me, but I didn't because <laughs> he didn't ask. Yeah. Um, Kiss me goodbye. But there's a story behind that. So he just hugged me, and I, like, opened my car door. He was like, all right, I had a great time. I'm like, yeah, me too. And he was like, all right, you know. And I'm like, are you not going to kiss me? And he went, what? <laughs> I said, are you not going to kiss me goodbye? He was like, I, I mean, I can. Oh. And I was like, no, like, I'm saying if you don't kiss me, like, if you kiss me and it's bad, like, we aren't going on another date. So, like, it's like got, a test. Yeah. And then he starts getting, like, clammy. I really was being, oh like, gosh, funny, so funny. But we don't know each other. So yeah. he kissed me. It was, like, the best kiss ever. I wiped my lipstick all over his fucking face, Aww. basically. It was a great kiss. And then I left. And literally, we've been together ever since. That's so sweet. Yep. That's so funny, too, because just, like, picturing him being super shy and quiet. I mean, you know him. He's super shy yes. and awkward and introverted. But he's so, like, dry and funny. Yeah, and funny. It's, yeah. It makes me laugh. Yeah, he's – and he's such an asshole, but not, 
like mean. Like yeah. he's just so blunt. Yeah. And witty. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot in common, but we are definitely opposites on a lot of stuff. Um. So, tell me. So, bef- was there a relationship before <clears throat> who was harder than? <clears throat> Or was was he kind of like your? Because I know that there's been like a shitty period. Mm-hmm. Was it him or was it someone else or were they both? So my high school sweetheart, <sighs> he and I were together for almost five years. Like Ugh. he was my high school sweetheart. That's so crazy. Like lost my virginity to him. We were best friends. We had the same friends group. Followed him to college, all that shit. So we started dating the end of my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. And we had been together pretty consistently. We had broken up one time during that, but it was for like two months. And I was heartbroken, obviously, because I was 16 and fucking stupid. Yeah. My sister's 16 now, and I'm like, boys are stupid. None of this matters. Yes. Whoever you have a crush on right now, fucking stop, because it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. I'm like, don't even dabble in that because it does not matter Mm -mm. it doesn't really matter up until you're like 20 something honestly i agree like love at 18 and 19 too i'm like what are y'all doing i mean cool whatever you find your love of your life you get pregnant you get married whatever fine do whatever you want to do but so i dated him all through high school uh he went to college literally he was a senior when i was a freshman so he we had a long distance relationship the whole time yikes which was fine, though, because it was only an hour away, so okay. we would see each other about every two weeks. But I'm a very independent person, and I was in high school, so I was busy. Yeah. And he was in college. He was busy. He wasn't really a big partier, anything like that. We had all the same friends. You know, I trusted him. He trusted me. I graduated, and I went to the university that he went to because I wanted to get my... Uh, GPA like to a 4.0 so I could transfer into Belmont here in Nashville so I went there you know he got like really into partying and stuff his friends were all kind of getting into partying um our relationship wasn't bad but it wasn't good he was very abusive verbally Mm -hmm. never physically but verbally like I Thinking back on how much I cried over this motherfucker, but I was a teenager and I didn't know any better. And I have a dad who's very verbally abusive Mm -hmm. and an alcoholic. So I justified it with, oh, well, he always says he was sorry or, you know, like he never beat me. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But like he would tell me, you know, fuck you, you're a bitch. He'd call me a cunt. He'd tell me how stupid I was. He would just be so mean to me. When I was really, like, in my prime. Like, my freshman year of college, I was the shit. I was gorgeous. I was fit. I was pretty. I was outgoing. I literally had all the outside and the inside stuff going for me. But I let myself be belittled by this small man. Yeah. Who had issues himself. Like, he had horrible anger issues. And I just kind of ignored it all because he was so much fun. Like, the class clown. We had so much fun together. Like, we'd go out. He loved to dance. He loved to sing. We had literally so much in common. So when I moved to Nashville, we were still together. Everything was fine. Um, Moved me down in, like, July. He broke up with me in September. 
through a text message when oh, he was God. at Buffalo Wild Wings. I oh, remember no. watching um, the UFC fight. I can't remember who it was, but it was like the biggest. It was like GSP and um, what's his name? It doesn't really matter, but uh, <laughs> I just want to say Kimbo Slice. That's not real. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, he broke up with me through a text message. Uh, this is what really happened. So he was working at Papa John's. He still works at Papa John's now. He's the manager of Papa John's, even though he has a degree in like marketing communications. <laughs> oh, man. Um, he turns out his best friend was dating this girl named. You can believe her name out too. And what an odd name. Yeah. She's an ugly bitch. <laughs> I'm not bitter. I'm just honest. Yes. <laughs> um, so she was dating his friend and they lived together in an apartment. And then was living in an apartment with our friends, his friends that were my friends. And worked together at Papa John's. Turns out they're a thing when they're both with other people. Oh, God. Me being one of them. BFFs at that. Uh Uh-huh. So, and he's her boss because he's like the manager. (laughs) And she's just like a pizza bitch. Oh, no. Um... He broke up with me through a text message, and I said, is it because of, because he had started mentioning her name on the phone or, like, talking about how they were all going out or something, or, like, oh, I'm eating for coffee. Like, he was always honest with me on what he was doing, and, like, I knew something was up, but he he swore to me that there was nothing going on. Yeah. I'm 19, and he's, like, a full-grown man. He's, like, what, 25, 24? They're still together. Oh, my God. Right now. They're still together. Like, I don't know if they're engaged or anything, but they're still together. Like, true love shit. So he will say up and down the street, I'm sure that he never cheated on me. But I'm sorry when you're texting someone and hanging out with someone. Yeah. And... Like if there's romantic interest and you're crossing even that boundary of inappropriate talking and touching, you're going to tell me that you guys work together and you never like grazed each other or inappropriately or, you know, hung out in each other's car after work late or, you know, really like I'm not stupid. I know how I am. If I really, really was into somebody and I worked with them. Like I'm like, you're going to be flirtatious. You're going to say things that you would not want your girlfriend or your boyfriend to hear right. or your significant other. Right. So in my mind, he did cheat on me and who knows how long that was happening. Yeah. So I would say that that was a pretty bad relationship. Um, yeah. So that, that was like, but that, that was like the base of my idea of a relationship. Right. And then I was like, Oh, I can go only go up from here, which I did in a way like my relationship right after. <sighs> was really, really good for a while. But then I just, I attract guys with really bad anger issues, I think. Jesse has a bad anger issue. Like every guy I've ever dated has a horrible temper. Well, it's kind of hard to, I'm not really sure. I guess I was going to say it's hard to know what else to find when your male role model is like that. Yeah. You just kind of think that's normal. Mm-hmm. But, like, how would – I wonder, like, what – how do you pick them, I wonder? Like, if, is there something, like, inside that you don't even realize, like, something unconscious that draws you to them without you even knowing? I wonder. Yeah, honestly, like, I should probably go to a therapist. Probably. <laughs> we should all. We all I mean, should. Yeah. Yeah, we all should. But, I mean, I wonder that because in a way I think I – 
like every guy I've been in a serious, I've been in three serious relationships and every guy I've been with, they have a lot of similarities, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say that it's like a type. Yeah. Like they all have a lot of things in common, but they're all very different, but they all have kind of the same big issue too. So I guess that I, it, it is like a trend for me. But I don't know because it it's usually things that I don't notice right up front. Like you yeah. don't you don't know what people's like flaws and issues are. Well, like if somebody has anger issues, they're not going to show that to right someone away. that they just started dating. Yeah, right. or even in the first like month or two, I right. feel like. Right. Yeah, you don't really know right. somebody, and I have like I know for a fact I have flaws. Like I have red flags. I think that they my good outweighs my bad, yeah. but. I do tell myself that anytime I find something wrong with somebody that I'm like, ooh, this is really bad. I don't want this in a partner. I justify it. And I say, it's a compromise. Yeah. Is it a deal breaker? And it, I usually can talk myself out that it's not, which I don't think is healthy. But I know I have issues. Like, I know I do. So it's like, okay, well, if this guy only has, like, these three things that I'm not really crazy about, like, why am I not crazy about them? Like, is that, like, a character trait or is it yeah. something that they can work out of? Right. As they mature. Mm-hmm. But it was just <sighs> was who he was. And I should have known better. Looking back, I was like, damn, you're with him for a really long time. But people always say to me, do you wish that you had never dated him? And I say, no. Well, you learn so much. Yeah. And we had a really good time together. And yeah. it was we were long distance, and when we saw each other, it was great. But did I cry over him a lot? Yeah, but I was also a teenager. Right. Like I, if it wasn't him, it would have been someone else. Exactly. So, so then you came to Belmont. It, uh, did you spend a lot of time grieving over this kid before you started dating the next one, or not? Absolutely. Yeah. Bad. Probably one of the worst times in my life. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. So it bad. was horrible. Like. Couldn't get out of bed. And, like, you're not even home. Your mom can't even help you. I was alone. So put this in perspective for people listening who are like, oh, get over it. Or, you know, if you have any kind of negative idea in your mind. I just moved six and a half hours from home by myself. Imagine moving to a major metropolitan area, which I don't know if anybody has. But I came from a small town. My graduating class was 124. Everybody knew everybody. I was... Very popular. Um, I was in a lot of extracurriculars. My parents are very known in town. Um, my grandparents. I mean, it's a small town. Like, we have Walmart, and people lost their shit when we got Walmart. <laughs> so I moved to Nashville by myself in a one-bedroom studio apartment about a mile from campus. I didn't know anybody here. I had no friends here. I had no support system here. I was 19 years old. Ugh. So it was really scary. And then when your biggest support system, which he probably shouldn't have been, my family probably should have been, but when your biggest supporter and partner and best friend blows you off the map, like I literally, I literally was like suicidal. Like I was, and I'm, I freely can talk about that, but like I wanted to die. And I think that, most people have a point in their life, even if you don't act on it, you literally are like, I could die right now. Yeah. Like, I really could. And I'm not trying to make this, like, heavy, but I think that it's something that people are embarrassed to talk about and they yeah. shouldn't be. Okay. Like, people feel that way. It's a very normal feeling to feel helpless and worthless, but 
I am the bad fucking bitch I am now because of that time in my life. Right. Because I let a boy who did not appreciate me when I was young make me feel like I wanted to die. And now I know I will never feel that way about anybody ever again. And I learned from it. And I'm thankful for that experience. And I'm thankful that I'm still here. Because I literally am the shit. Like, I am so confident. I love myself. I am proud of myself. And I will never let a man or woman define me in how I feel about my life. Yes. And that's something that I wish everybody could take away from a horrible experience. For real. And I don't want anyone to ever feel like they want to die or not be here. But for real. Like, most people have been there. So... For about three months, I grieved and grieved and grieved. I got really skinny, which I loved. But my mom came down. I literally called my mom and she came down and was like, you look like you're dying. And I was like, well, I mean, I can like kind of am. But <laughs> like I played it off like, ah, but really I'm like, yeah, I haven't eaten anything. All I do is go to class and go to bed. But that was my first semester of school. Yeah. That and I'm tough. like alone. I didn't have any friends yet. And like I'm not going to walk up to people and be like, hi, my name's like 19 years old. My boyfriend that I love just broke up with me like I kind of want to die a little bit but like I'm here in music <laughs> theory Woo-hoo. thriving and I worked at Outback Steakhouse but I made friends really quickly um and everything was fine after like I would say September October by like my birthday I was I was okay That's I mean good. I had a lot of anger for a long time yeah but and then I meant oh <sighs> <laughs> I think I just realized what's your last name? Do we have a class together? I feel like I've no, seen you before. This no, is nuts. What? This is crazy. Okay, before I moved to Nashville, my friend Alex Stern, do you know her? <gasps> don't think it don't hurt. <laughs> I love that girl. <clears throat> well, I'm her guitar player. Yes, you are. Holy <clears throat> shit. You are. My friend, before, <laughs> before I moved here, um, Alex knew that I was thinking about moving here. She's like, hey, I have this friend who's looking for a roommate. I have texted, oh me and God. you have texted before, and I almost moved in with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why when Jill showed me your picture, I was. Wait, I said, she looks wait, familiar. I got to go. Holy <laughs> shit. Yes. Oh, my God. I literally can remember <laughs> her sharing so your contact funny. info with me and being like, this is my friend. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to live with a boy. Can we talk about <laughs> how small for work? What? That the is, no, for that, real. Yes. I told you she looked familiar. That is so funny. Can I tell I, you that when broke up with me Alex was the first person I texted Aww. because she was the only I met her at orientation and she was the first person that was ever nice to me at Belmont and I remember wow. going to her dorm in my pajamas and sitting on her bed she lived in she lived right in the dorms like near the parking garage I remember going in her dorm and sitting on her bed and bawling oh my god and she was like you can stay with me if you want and I went home that night because I was embarrassed She's a sweet And, like, Alex lady. and I don't really talk anymore, but, like, sure, Instagram's fire. That is Like, awesome. I still, like, comment on her shit. <laughs> wow, film. That's crazy. Anyway, that is so cool. That's nuts. I don't know what just made me realize that. I mean, I'm that. glad that you did because it would we would have realized it eventually, and it's glad that we uh, 
we realized it while we're recording. This yeah. is so crazy. <laughs> yeah, just like, like I brought you guys together. Well, imagine if you lived with her and then like we knew each other before you worked with me. Jill, we were destined to be friends oh no matter God. what. No matter what. That is so wild. That is wild. Whoa. How exciting. Damn. But yeah, there were like there were like two two people in Nashville that I'd like texted about moving in with them before Alex's roommate randomly moved out and then I moved in with Alex. Yes. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway, I just threw us way off That's topic. That's crazy. Okay. Because when I saw you, I was like, I feel like I've met this guy before, but I was like, oh, he probably just like went to Belmont. Yeah. Or or like I told him when he was like, she looks familiar. I was like, well, she kind of works here sometimes. Like she works at one of like the stores here. Yeah. Anyways, then you met. Mm-hmm. Good and bad. He was the most amazing person I'd ever met. How long did he last? Were you we were together, him? like solid together from November. I think it was November of that. It's so long. I mean, this was like what? Yeah. Four years ago? Like from November time. to November. We had just hit like two years. Okay. First year of our relationship. Fucking amazing. Mm. Literally the funniest guy I've ever met in my whole life. One of the most talented people I have ever known. He is, I mean, is, was, if I accidentally say is, it's, you know what I mean, I'm living in the moment. He was motivated, driven, confident. He was good with his money. He came from a family that loved him. He was, he loved to travel, loved to cook, loved to eat, loved to like swoon me. He, I mean, we had the same friend group. It was just, it was perfect. It literally was perfect. Um, he, I don't, I'm, I feel like really confident women attract men that like to belittle them. Probably. Or make them feel lesser. <laughs> and every time I would tell him when he made me feel that way, he would get more mad. But he hurt my feelings a lot, made me cry a lot. And... I, I still, so I got on my computer the other day, like literally last week, and I was going through my pictures to free up memory, and I saved every abusive text message he had ever saved me in a folder, really? and I was reading them, and I was physically like shaking Ugh. because I can't believe that he talked to me that way, like bad shit, bad shit, and he, it just... He had some serious anger issues and he was very judgmental of others and of like my choices and stuff like that. He supported my dreams, which was very important. Yeah. And that's one thing that I discuss with Jesse now is I don't feel like he supports me. I'm very talented. I know that I'm very talented. I was very driven and confident about my abilities when I was with <sighs> I'm not now when I'm with Jesse. Because Jesse's very real and he's like, oh, like wanting to be a musician is just not, you know, responsible or not feasible and it's yeah. just really hard. And like, do you really want that kind of lifestyle? And I think it's because Jesse was actually in a band and they traveled and they, you know, did stuff and it, and it kind of failed. It kind of flopped. They never really went anywhere, even though that they were talented. And I think that he's doing it to protect me, but yeah. like pushed me he was like you are amazing you are this you are that let's record he does audio engineering and he works on music row now he has his fucking dream job he you know as far as i know he's he's dating someone now who's like a nurse 
um, like they've traveled together. Like I think that they were in Mexico and shit. My mom likes to fucking update me <laughs> on what my exes are doing, which Thanks, shout mom. out to Susan for fucking being petty as shit. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, did you see? Oh, no, wait, you're not friends with him on Facebook. Anyway, so and I had a really, really good relationship, fun relationship. I mean, he flew me all the way back to the Pacific Northwest to meet his family and see where he grew up. He loved me, and I know that he loved me. And when I, I was unhappy for a really long time, and I hit it, and I hit it, and I hit it. And I, when I broke up with him, I loved him. And I think that that is the hardest breakup you can ever do is break up with someone when you love them. I broke up with him because for my happiness. I know that it broke his heart. It broke my heart. And I lied. I was so bad. But I just wanted him to feel better. And I kind of also was being a piece of shit. I told him I still wanted to be with him. Because I was still making up my mind. Even though I'd already done it, I was still making up my mind. And I wanted to cover my ass because I was scared of being alone. And I, I kept him hanging on for months. While I was out fucking other people and dating other people. Oh, man. And I look back and I'm like, wow, you're a piece of shit. But at the same time, I didn't know any better. Yeah. So I... I you know, I was like, I didn't tell him I wasn't going to date other people. Yeah. But I was still texting him. Mm-hmm. I was still telling him I loved him and I was on Tinder. But we weren't together. But, like, I I look down on people that do that shit, who, like, keep boys, you know, in their back pocket. I think it's as bad as ghosting somebody. But this was also, you know, almost three years ago. Yeah. I didn't know any better. And right. I was scared to be alone. But, you know, it was just... Well, and you're just young and you you can't always make the right decisions yeah. when you're that young. You just can't. And I didn't know. I, part of me really did want to make it work with him. And I was just like, I need time right. to figure out what I want. Like that stereotypical, you know, it's me, not you. I just need time to figure out my shit. And then he texted me sometime in like February or March was like, hey, I'm just letting you know, like, I met someone and there's no chance of us getting back together. And I replied with, oh, yeah, like, I have a boyfriend. Oh. (laughs) But I really didn't have a boyfriend. Jesse and I met in January. We didn't make it official till April or May because he had gotten out of a horrible relationship and he was scared. But, like, we've been dating. So when I say we've been together for two and a half years, like, it's been two and a half years. But he strung me along for five months. I mean – we were monogamous and together, yeah. but we were not Facebook official. We were not calling each other boyfriend, girlfriend, anything like that. Yeah. He had told me he loved me, but we weren't in a relationship. Like, How does that – talk about how that happens as an adult, though, because, like, is it just one day you're out and he introduced you and was like, hey, this is my girlfriend, or did you all have a conversation about, like – Hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? It was a huge fight, actually. Really? Yeah, because he, so this will kind of help. He was in a relationship with a girl he moved to Nashville for her. Mm. And he, she cheated on him in their home. Oh, dear. While he was at work. And he found out, trashed her room, like pissed off, whatever. And so he just randomly had to find someone to move in with, that kind of stuff. So he was really fucked up from that relationship very insecure, all that kind of stuff that you would be if someone that you literally moved states away to be with and you got a job and you kind of uprooted your life to be with, you would be insecure. I get Mm -hmm. it. So (laughs) 
he was just very hesitant about being in a relationship, which doesn't make sense because we were together, you know, every few days and, you know, telling each other we loved each other and that kind of stuff. But by, I was talking to my girlfriends and I'm like, I just, I know it's stupid. Like it's just Facebook, but like, he isn't saying that he's my boyfriend. Yeah. This, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm fucked up from it. If it's not going to happen, like I need that step. I need that solid, like, yes, we are together because I wasn't dating other people and I felt like I was wasting my time. Yeah. Which I honestly shouldn't have been in a relationship anyway because the longest I've ever been single is four months since I was 15 and started dating, which is not okay. But we're dealing with with that. Um, (laughs) So I finally was just like cry, scream, like I am just a fucking mess. <laughs> and then he asked me on Mother's Day. <laughs> oh dear, what a weird message. <laughs> I mean, I, he didn't realize it was Mother's Day, I don't think. I had come home from work and I was in the shower and he like came in and like got in the shower with me, like not sexual, but like he just like got in the shower with me and you know, whatever, we were just talking. We love to have shower talks. We'd sit in my, you know what my shower oh, looked yeah. like. It was a big like walk-in stone shower with glass and like two people could sit down in there. So we just sit in there like a face mask on, whatever girl shit. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I want you to be my girlfriend. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah, like, I'm sorry. It's taking me so long. Like I trust you. I finally trust you. You know, it's not you. It's been me and my issues, but I'm ready to, you know, make it official. And then I didn't say yes, just to be a motherfucker. <laughs> Like for and he was like, "Are you kidding?" I'm like, "No, like sure, whatever. I'll be your girlfriend. I'm the worst. Just like play it off." Yeah, I was like, "Okay." (laughs) So then that was when we were like official, even though we had been together for fucking ever. Yeah, but yeah, that was how that happened. So we've been together ever since. We've been through a lot of shit. It's been the hardest years of my life. Um, He's been through a lot of shit: jobs, roommates, money family shit it's fucked up it's been a lot but you know he's 28 and I'm turning 25 so you're in those times of your life where it's just like what am I doing it's gonna be rocky no matter who's there absolutely I feel like (laughs) I'm gonna wake up today I'm gonna be 30 and I'm gonna have my shit together but maybe not remember when we were like 16 and we thought at like 24 we'd be married did did you guys think that no I did but I didn't come from like (laughs) my parents divorced when I was two so I and that's another thing I never grew up with a good representation of a healthy relationship yeah that's huge and Jesse actually brought that up last week because my mom came to visit and she was in her fucking feelings She's like, I feel like I've done you a disservice because her marriage isn't the greatest. Like she's not in a supportive marriage either. Like I don't think they love each other, but you know, she works her ass off and my stepdad doesn't really support her in the way that she wants. There's no mutual spousal support, but that's, you know, it is what it is. And she's like, I'm playing with the cards I was dealt. And, you know, I feel like I've done you this disservice because you don't really know what a healthy relationship looks like. And I'm afraid that the issues that you and Jesse are having have stemmed from me and your father. Because my dad has pretty much been single since they divorced. Mm -hmm. And my dad loves me more than anything. I am the only thing in his life really worth living for. He said that to me. But he's a drunk and he's, he's an asshole. Yeah. 
Like, he just is. So, you know, Jesse doesn't call me a bitch. He doesn't belittle me. He doesn't yell at me. He never raises his voice at me. Like, he was raised right. That's good. So I don't have to worry about that with him. But I don't really know what a healthy relationship looks like. And sometimes when I'm talking to Jesse, I sound like my mom talking to my stepdad. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck. It's creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. Like I get, like when I come home and there's dishes in the sink and Jesse's sitting on his fucking ass playing video games, I sound like my mom. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, fuck. This is bad. This is very bad. Why am I being Susan? So that's... It's so easy. But and yeah, and I always say... Because people like to use their environment that they grew up in for excuses for their bad behavior. And like, well, like, oh, I grew up here or I'm from this place. So that's why I act like this and yada, yada, yada. But it's kind of true. Yeah. In a way. And now that I'm in a relationship that I would like to continue for a long period of time. I mean, we aren't planning on getting married anytime soon. We don't want children. But. It's like, I don't think I've ever really learned how to be in a relationship, like a healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's one thing, too, to, like, be, like, using it as an excuse and but still doing that behavior. Mm-hmm. But it's a totally different thing to be aware that, like, this is why I'm acting this way. Like, that's the first step to changing how you yeah. act. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at least you're aware of it and, like, you both are. And I feel like you sound like you're on the same page about it. Yeah. So I think it took us moving. Yeah. Well, us moving all that shit into a place that's Ugh. just our place because the house was my place. It was my house that he moved into. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of stirred the pot. And my mom said to me, she goes, I think a lot of the things that Jesse has a problem with or a lot of your bad traits, I gave to you. And it broke my heart. Yeah. I was like, damn, mom. Come on, Susan. But it's true. <laughs> but it's really it's true. sad, but, but you're right. Yeah, I'm like, that's really sad, but Aww. you're kind of right. Yeah. So that's a big thing. Um, well, that, that's just, you're just a person. Yeah. Like, yeah. From your parents, you get good things and bad things. So yeah, we all have human. it. Yeah. It's crazy, though. The older I get, the more I realize I'm my mom. So that happen to you guys? Like you realize you're really similar to your parents? I've I've had like very few moments like that. Never with a relationship. Like I don't even really remember my parents together, which sounds weird to say. They got divorced when I was like 10. Mm -hmm. So I don't like, I didn't ever hear them fight or anything, but I also don't like remember. I definitely don't think that my view of a relationship comes from them. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I remember one time I went to play basketball with one of my younger cousins and I like picked him up in my car and, um, I like turned on music and like, it was music that he didn't like. And I was just kind of like being goofy about it. And then I I was like, Oh my God, like my dad (laughs) has definitely done Done that that to you. (laughs) I was like, Whoa, that was weird. That's like stereotypical dad behavior right there. Yeah. Music with like. You know the person hates it. Oh, my dad would just turn it up. Yeah, you just turn it up. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's all I can think of, though. Yeah, I think, I think, um, I'm morphing as I get older. Like I have many qualities that my dad has, but 
I'm sort of getting more of my mom's qualities as I get older. But I like kind of have the same thing where I don't, I lived with my mom and she was single yeah, I lived my, with my entire yep. childhood. So I had no idea what a good mm-hmm. relationship really looked like. Did she date? She didn't date. See, my mom dated, but well, she my dad kept it did. very private yes. from so, me. So my dad dated a lot. And it, so uh, so I I got a lot of that weird like, oh, well, here's another lady I'm going to be introduced to, not for six months and then I guess I'll never see them again like it was kind of mm-hmm. I was pretty bitter about it but then my sister I didn't realize that I never had a good example of a relationship till my sister was with her husband now mm-hmm. and their relationship is so like it's the one that I look up to because yep. it's the only one that has been healthy and functional and, yeah functional yeah. in my view sorry mom if that makes you sad <laughs> I know right <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And you don't have something to look look at. Yeah, I really don't. And I feel like, especially now with social media being such a thing, everyone compares their lives to oh other gosh. people's. And when you look at couples on Instagram, like I follow this girl and her handle is like Gypsy On and she's a yoga girl. Her and her boyfriend, Pablo, have the most beautiful relationship I've ever seen in my entire life. And they're very transparent with it, very open with it. And I look at that and it makes me, that I hate saying this, but it makes me be like, I need to break up with Jesse. Yeah. Like, I don't have that. Like, I need to look for that. Yeah, but they only show you, like, you said they're transparent, but they don't show you. Exactly. They're not totally. The they're not going to no. be like, like me, for example. It'd be like, I came home one night, Jesse's on his ass playing video games, and I wanted to come across the fucking kitchen and knock the shit out of him. Because that's what happens in my head. Yeah. I'm not abusive. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, there are times, I think if you don't occasionally, like, think about killing your partner, it's, like, not real. Are you human? Are you even human? If you, if you Like, if, <laughs> if just looking at their fucking face doesn't disgust you some days... <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I look at my dog like that sometimes. I'm like, you're the fucking worst. Why did you pee on my couch? (laughs) But for real. So it's, you're always like comparing yourselves. And I'm honestly the only person really that in my really close friend circle that has a boyfriend. Really? I'm always the girl that has the boyfriend. And I don't think it holds me back from anything. Mm -mm. I was going to say that even, even more than um, like your parents' relationship growing up, I think that um, especially like in modern times, people base their view of a relationship off of movies. And yeah. TV yeah. Way more than like people they actually know. Yes. Like, I just want to be like Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. I really Nicole do feel like they're Keith in love. Urban. Like I really feel like they're perfect for each other, but yes. I'm sure they fight. But you know what else? I thought Channing Tatum and Jenna, Jenna. Dwan were in love and no, they aren't, I guess. And that crushed me. <laughs> Isn't that weird how we're – and that's one thing that I've struggled with because, like I said earlier, I have had a boyfriend since I was 15. Mm-hmm. The I have maybe – I was single for like two months with – and then about three months after – before – and then about three to four months between – and Jesse. That's crazy yeah. to think. 
that the last like quarter of my life, I've been in a relationship constantly. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, do I define myself by my relationship? Right. Which I don't think is true, but I, I do feel like, like if I was single right now, I don't, I don't know how long it would last. Yeah. Because I, I, I think I like to be in relationships, but I don't really know. It's a very weird kind I've, of. I've met lots of girls like that. I think, um, and in my in my mind, I always thought that they just they really needed to have somebody around to do yeah. like do things for them, or to just have somebody to be with. Maybe to like kind of share the weight of their own problems. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's what you do, but yeah, I guess but- I'm kind of prying a little bit to maybe. What, what do you think of that? No, but see, when you say those things, mm-hmm. I would never, th- I, I do not think I'm that at all. Like, okay. I don't know why. Because I'm very independent. Yeah. Like, if Jesse was like, hey, I'm going to go backpack through Europe for a month. I'd be like, oh, okay. hell yeah, go. Yeah. I'd be fine. Because I'm very, like, I do not rely on him for things. Yeah. I don't rely on him for physical and emotional support. I don't rely on him financially. I don't rely on him to help carry the weight of just anything. But when you say those things, I can think of girls right away. Bang, 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 bang. That I know personally that do that. But for me, I wouldn't say that I do. But then I'm like, what is my problem? I guess there's a difference in like, if you got out of a relationship and your first thought was, okay, I need to find somebody, you know, I need to find a new boyfriend right right now. But it seems like that's not what you did. You just happened, it just to, happened to find somebody. Like I do like to take care of people. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I'm it, very generous. I love to take care of people. I love to cook for people. and So I don't know if that's like a thing. Maybe. But see, the way that I think about it is like take out the romantic person, whoever's in your head right now, and put in your best friend, whoever she or he is. Uh-huh. Is it the same? Because like – when I think about being by myself, if I was single, when I was single, I had my best friend with me all the time. So it wasn't that I need a boyfriend. It was like I need someone. Like a partnership. Just, yeah. Just mm-hmm. so I'm not by myself alone with my thoughts all the time. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I kind of feel like it might be just like companionship mm-hmm. that you're so, that we all just search for and need Mm -hmm. Um, something I want to ask you is after being in such like verbally abusive relationships like how did you build yourself back up like do you know what I'm asking yeah so after because that was a relationship that I ended on my terms Mm -hmm. And I had really had to think about it for a long time. And I was transparent with him. I had told him for months that I wasn't happy and that I just felt like our relationship was toxic and, you know, I wanted to be with him and that I loved him and I wasn't lying. And we were trying to make it work and we were talking about stuff, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't, you know, it was finals in college yeah. and, and it was, there was a lot going on. He was graduating that semester and he was getting his fucking dream job and I just was a mess. I mean, a very emotional person, um, very hard on myself. And I, when I broke up with, I told myself, and I had a really, really good support system at the time. I, at that time I had, you know, great people living in my house, um, 
that were there for me and I had made friends here and I just, I, I remember just telling myself that I will never be in a relationship with someone like that ever again. And I'm not in a relationship with someone like that. And I was just like this, I've been in two relationships now where the guys have made me feel lesser than who I am. And that was really when I, I feel like I like evolved into the person I am now because I'm so confident and so comfortable with myself. Like, do I have things that I don't like? Yeah. Like, I don't really like how much I weigh. And I don't like really, you know, the stretch marks on the back of my arms that just like popped up. And I don't like the zit on my chin. But they're all superficial, vain mm -hmm. bullshit things. Right. On the inside, I love who I am. I know I'm a good person. I try to be the best version of myself I can be. And I really, like, it's one of those times where you sit alone in your room and you just fucking cry. And I, I have to write everything down. I made a list of all the things that I loved about myself. And you're just like sobbing on your piece of paper. And I was like, I'm never going to do this again. I'm never going to be in a relationship with someone who treats me like shit. Like, Ugh. would justify his actions and what he said with gifts. He would buy me things. He would shower me things. He would take me to wonderful dinners. We took trips. We, he spent so much money on me. And I let those, I let him buy me flowers and that justify. I kept, and I still have them. I found them when I moved. I kept every letter he ever wrote me. He would buy me a card and give me flowers. And I kept every letter. And all of them were like, I'm sorry that I was a dick. Or, you know, this, this, or this. Or like, you're the most important thing in my life. And I love you. And I don't want to treat you that way. And I'm so sorry. And you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, he was a master manipulator. Yeah. Whether, and I'm not saying that he was conscious of it because I think that if you are, you're a fucking psychopath, but he justified what he did with gifts and services. <sighs> would always tell me he's sorry and he would always shower me with affection. And I was very like physically needy in high school because mm -hmm. your hormones are running wild. Right. And, you know, he would be sweet to me and say sweet things to me. So I told myself that I just would never do it again. And I, I made a promise to myself that I will always be unhappy when I date people who treat me this way. And then I, Jesse worships the fucking ground I walk on. He would never speak to me in a way that they spoke to me. He is not verbally abusive at all. He's maybe raised his voice at me like three times and it makes me laugh sometimes. <laughs> like I would start because it's like, Scary. I couldn't believe it was happening oh, and yeah, I would just yeah. like start uncomfortably laughing because he's actually like losing his temper with me and I'm like oh shit oh fucking shit <laughs> damn baby wow damn and like his vein would pop out and I'm oh, like no. oh shit <laughs> and it makes me like uncomfortably yeah. laugh but I've really pushed him usually it's like we were in an actual fight and like I'm screaming and like doing like jerking my body around being a little <laughs> shit um but he's just very passive he doesn't get upset about stuff, really. Yeah. He's very typical male. Like, meet my needs, everything's fine. Like, yep. happy We're wife, good. happy life type shit. Yeah. Like, he's like, kiss me, fuck me, feed me. Feed me. That's all I need. Like, he's very physical. And if his needs are not, if his needs are met, he's like a completely different person. Happy all the time. Everything's easy. But, you know, sometimes I can't meet his physical needs because I'm right. tired. I right. work a lot. I <laughs> Sleep has to happen. I wear every hat available. So it was just a big learning experience for me. And I think when you break up with someone on their on your own terms, 
it's easier. That makes sense. And I, I, I assume that. that he's happy in his relationship. Um, yeah. I don't really care. Like, I'm happy for him. I think that he is one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life. He has a good head on his shoulders. And I think that he could literally do anything that he wanted. And I'm, and I'm proud of him and I'm happy for him. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's really not hard feelings there. But Jesse and I have talked and he says, I really think you need to go to a therapist because I think that you you think you're fine and you say you're fine. But I think that <sighs> really fucked you up. Yeah. And there are things. There are things. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's, yeah. So. It's just a, something, like, internal. It, it, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's fine. Sometimes it is fine. And then sometimes you're triggered by something and it's like these feelings are not gone. Yeah. And so. I and I know that they aren't and I don't really like I don't think anybody except a therapist would be able to yes. to surface them. Yes. And I don't <clears throat> feel a need to go and talk to someone about it, but if it does affect my relationship, I should entertain it and I have I've I've looked shopped for, you know, a yeah. therapist. <laughs> but it's it's hard because it's, it's so expensive. Hard. It's expensive, yeah. It's very yes. expensive. Like and it's hard to find a good one. Well, maybe it's not, but like it it's is. so important it to is. find a good one that if you just, like you said, shop around, that's like what, $700, yeah. $500, $300, like, and you still haven't found someone like that starts the beginning. Yeah. Oh, or like God, a wait yeah. list, and, and a lot of it's word of mouth, like I'll text my friends that have seen people, and I tried to use the free counseling at, yeah, Belmont. at Belmont. It was horrible. I'm sure it is. Like, it really wasn't good. <laughs> I went in there, and I'm just like... Are you a therapist or a counselor? <laughs> like, I feel like I'm not getting anything out of this. Yeah. So I went to two different people at, at, on campus to try and take advantage of the free, you know, mental right. health care. But it just wasn't, it wasn't good. There's so. a reason why it's free. Yeah. I mean, it's Sorry, just, Belmont. But. Yeah. It's, and it's not that the people, like, just were shitty. It just felt like I was never accomplishing anything there. Yeah. And... You can find people that they don't take insurance, but you have to pay out of pocket. Right. And sometimes you have to book your appointments like every four to six weeks. And I'm sorry, I have two jobs. Yeah. Like I can't do that shit. Right. So it's like, oh, you either spend hundreds of dollars or, and you may finally get into somebody and not like them. I know people that that's happened to. Like I went to three sessions with this therapist and like, I really just didn't like it. And I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah. It doesn't really entice me to want to do it. Well, because then you have to stop and find someone new and start all over at the beginning. It's yeah. just, it, yeah, it's not easy. It's not an easy. It's not easy sure. to take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's very expensive to take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, especially eating and going to the gym and therapy. Um, yeah. Life, man, am I right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Look at us now. Look at us freaking now. And I feel the same way. Like I am. It wasn't on my terms, and it was so hard when I was broken up with. But I'm so confident now. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, like, yes, of course, I sometimes feel like I look like a dummy, and I'm not super confident with my exterior. But inside, like, I know who I am now, Mm -hmm. and I know what I will accept and what I will not stand for and what I value. And it's made me also, like, really... Like, want to be super honest about how I'm feeling and, and 
like say, hey, that upsets me. Or, but not say I love my you. Feelings. Yeah, all right. But not say I love you. I'll be really honest if you do something that makes me upset. But, but I'm not gonna it. tell you I love you. <laughs> Even though I want to shout it from the rooftops right yeah. now. Yeah. Even though I lay in bed and I just watch you while you sleep and I go, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you. I'm not gonna tell you. I things. will not say those words, but I will tell you when you piss me off. <laughs> yeah. Like how was how was your single period? Like, I know you're grieving, okay. obviously, but yeah. like, were you dating? Because um, I'd run into you and you were like, I'm dating. I yeah. mean, hmm. I did. I dated. Um, let's see. I think it mostly who I dated were people I already knew. People I like. Some like it wasn't like I went on a bunch of random Tinder yeah, dates. You're like, I, oh yeah, I am actually like, single. Like if you want to grab a beer, yeah. Like so, whoever, whenever I came back, this guy I was friends with had a new roommate, and I was like, well, he's fine. And so I dated him for a little while, and not really dated, but like you went out a few with weeks, each other. and yeah. then and then I had a a frat boy situation which just was excellent like I, I just love frat boys and so I hooked up with this guy for like like a month maybe. are we talking like bonobo shorts like like literally vineyard vines Sperry's when we went Ray-Bans. on a date with his friends we went on a double date he had a sweater tied around his neck oh my god <laughs> and those I are the guys it. I avoid walking oh next my god. to if I walk by one, I like immediately turn my you head. You need and to look. just go stand pussy out on Vanderbilt campus. I should have. Like, damn, it you should have just worked for that. That was my goal. I went out to Midtown all the time because I was waiting yeah. for the Vandys. Yeah, the Vandy waiting guys. for the boys to come into the Midtown. So then I like actually dated a guy that I met at Kung Fu, which really surprised Kung Fu is my favorite me. bar of all time. It's so, the best. I mean, it's like my favorite place. And we like actually legit dated for a couple months, but then I met Phil, and so where did we you meet Phil? Uh, Phil works at Omega, which is right down the yes hall from yes. Starbucks. So he started coming in like multiple and times. We're like, a day. you're fine as hell. Yes, and he was like in a suit every day, and I was like, ah, I like this. <laughs> and um, did he ask you out? He did. Also, I like was obsessed with trying to get a watch like I wanted a watch I'm still obsessed with it he doesn't listen so I'm just gonna say it I mean Omega's beautiful I want an Omega watch and I I will get it he gets a he's discount he's gonna get me one eventually I can discount, feel it he's correct yes, yes I mean they're still really expensive but but still but there are some that aren't that expensive Tell doesn't him just he just have like a bunch that he like no. rotates through they give you one when oh. you can you can wear whatever you want while you're in the store is it like Tiffany's you can wear you have to wear an Omega watch that they'll supply to you and you get to, you can decide if you want to keep it and like you pay some like payments or whatever. pay a little bit yeah. and then you can keep it. But you, he has a bunch of different bands. It's the okay. same oh, so it watch. Always looks different. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, but that's cool. So yeah, I dated a little bit. Um, but so when you're single and like hooking up with people, your only goal is to hook up. So like you have sex like many, many times in one short period. Do you, this is something I love hearing people's opinions on because I've said it before and I always get shocked. Hook the word hookup. Is that sex or just like 
fooling everything but sex, like fooling around. To me, it could it could mean all of that. Or it could. Just yeah. See, I wish it was defined because my friend too. always says like, "Oh, I hooked up with this guy last night." I'm like, "Oh, was the sex good?" And she'd be like, "Oh no, like we just like fooled around." I'm like, "So you didn't hook up with him?" Yeah. So if I say that, I will specify. I'll be like, "Yeah, we hooked up. We didn't have sex, but we hooked up." Gotcha. Sure. Okay. Because I always love to hear other people's opinions on yeah. it. Because if someone says hook up, I automatically like y'all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's just too... Well, then I've hooked up with a lot of people. If yeah, it's not right. sex, like, yeah. damn, I've hooked up with more people I can count. Yes. Like, <laughs> my body count ain't high, honey, but my hookup count is high. Yeah, well, it should be for anyone. I mean, you have to kiss a lot of people. You just have to kiss a lot of people to learn how to be a good kisser. I think Jill's just speaking for herself. <laughs> <laughs> right guys you have to right, right, right guys. guys I'm, not, I'm not being right validated <laughs> guys come on right but I mean so like when when I met Phil you know he's older he's 10 years older than me is he really mm-hmm. so he's in like a totally different period of life where I was like a 24 year old horn dog had he been coming out he of a relationship not. or was he just um, single mingle he was I think he had come out of relationship, but I don't know how recent it was to him moving to Nashville. Cool. So, like, I, I don't actually know, but, like, the timeline. But um, it took me a long time to be able to, like, communicate to him that, like, I felt like he didn't think I was hot. Like, he would say, like, wow, you look really awesome or damn, you look good in those jeans. But he would never, like, come on to me. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I needed. Like I was, because I wasn't twenty-four feeling. year old boys. Yes, fucking on exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. You, you walk. He around. was older. He was. Yeah, you're walking around like a fuck. Like you're literally walking around like you're naked. Yes. Like it's like guys in their early twenties. It's like when they look at you, it's like you're already naked, and you just yes. have fuck me on your face. Exactly. No offense, not every guy's like that, but you know what I mean. Like yes. guys usually, you know, till they're about 25, 26, girls are fuckable and they're not pretty. Right, exactly. Yeah. So especially it in took the bar me a scene, while to get away from that. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I was in. I was in. You were there to get. You were there weekend. to get dick. You weren't there to be like. <laughs> Someone tell me I'm pretty. Yeah, right. I have a great personality. It's like, <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm fucking hot. I have ninety dollars jeans on. Like, they belong on the floor. <laughs> they belong. On the floor. <laughs> well. Seriously, the one guy I met at Kung Fu was the only time that ever worked for me at the bar. Like, I love that I bar. think it's because I was there with someone who was, like, not not to say she was prettier than me, but she had a different look. And I think that's more of, like, a southern look. Yeah. Like, I'd show up in my Jordans and my hat. Mm-hmm. And I would, like, she no one would talk to me. She was wearing a cowboy hat. She was wearing, like... <laughs> No, not a cowboy hat. <laughs> she was wearing a cowboy hat. She, she had some like tall in her mouth. Beautiful, like... She was riding a horse. Full face of makeup, like beautiful hair, mm-hmm. shorts, booties, like whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I would get Bolo like a short tie. end of the stick. She had a lasso. Short end of the dick. That's how I feel a lot. Like, I, I still go out pretty regularly, and I have a very different look than most people. Yeah. So when I go out with my friends, like... If I go out anywhere, I'm like a fucking zoo animal, number one. Like, people stare at me. Every time I go back to Ohio, I swear to God, it's like I'm some dolly artifact walking out of the museum. I don't get it. I have piercings and colored hair. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. But it is to some people. Mm -hmm. And when I go out with my friends, you know, the other night, they were all wearing, you know, like, dark wash jeans and a cute tank top and, like, strappy sandal heels and... 
I was in jeans in a studded leather jacket and like very dark makeup. And Mm -hmm. like, I look very intimidating to guys. And I've been told that before when I went on dating and we should talk about that sometime. I don't think we have time today, but like my dating was very, I was very intimidating and most of the guys that I want to date. So said that. So I find like when you go out with girls that are very Nashville, very yeah. like natural, pretty, wavy hair, like jeans or jean shorts, like a plain top and like some cute little booties. Like it's like guy magnet. Yep. And then I'm usually like the wing girl. Like I'm like the funny, outgoing, you know, edgy bitch. Yeah. Who, you know, attracts most of the time other edgy guys or the tourists that are like 45 yeah. years old and have a belly. Exactly. Um, What's that about, man? I know. I'm like, why do old guys always want to talk to me? Probably because I look like a freak. Like, I look like, you know. You look like you like it dirty. Yeah, like, my friend Liv, she has, like, half her hair is black, half her hair is blonde. She has, like, a piercing, has big false eyelashes, lots of tattoos. And, like, she is a black eye magnet. Like, we go to bars, and every black guy is, like, on her trying to dance with her. That's Because awesome. she looks, like, she looks like a freak. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, but I get that. Would you I'll- approach her, that girl with two hair colors? I was getting ready to ask if you had if you took a guy that you knew had anger problems and created a stereotypical girl that he would hit on, what would she look like? <laughs> oh, okay. Edgy, right? Oh my yeah. god, it's you, dude. Eric just cracked Ew. this shit wide open. <laughs> they would. <laughs> Ew. Okay. I'm attracting assholes. But that's not to say that you shouldn't just, I mean, just be yourself. Like, yeah. That's what you want to do. Do that. And I think that's why Jesse and I work out so well because he's not the typical guy I would have gone on a date with. Like, really. But he also has two parents that love each other so fucking much and they're very affectionate and very in love. And it's like, it's like the traditional style like dad works 14 15 hour days mom stays at home you know mothers the children cooks three meals a day packs the lunch yeah your face right now is how I feel (laughs) yeah yeah and like Jesse's mother is amazing and wonderful and kind and raised her children to be very affectionate and kind but I come from a mother who literally was the opposite and not saying my mom isn't kind, but the opposite. Like, I came from a single mom who put herself through a doctorate in pharmacy. Yeah. Like, I grew up at the babysitters and at my grandparents and, like, being very social. Like, they grew up in the middle of nowhere where they didn't really have friends that weren't, like, their relatives or people they went to school with. And I – my mother raised me. Like, it's not that she was never home, but when I was a teenager, I would cook myself dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, I would pack – my mom would pack my lunch, but like I would be in charge of like making sure I was fed and getting ready for school and stuff like that. Like my mom made me very independent and Jesse is not independent. So me, this was me branching out and being in a relationship, choosing to be in a relationship with someone who we had very different upbringings. We have very different personalities, but our morals and our values are pretty much the same. We both hate Donald Trump. (laughs) 
That's a really strong bond. That's like a really good bond. (laughs) But yeah, so I think that's why our relationship has worked the way it does. It's a very low maintenance relationship for the most part. I mean, he has some issues, but I have some issues. But for the most part, I mean, I got very lucky and there's definitely things that he needs to work on and I need to work on, but we work for the most part. We still fight all the time. Well, not really like fight. Like we bitch at each other. Like argue. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a very, I'm just that person. Like I'm, I'm a picker. Like today. Okay. He was like, hey, you're going and doing like this podcast thing and that's great. But like, don't you think you should like unpack and stuff? And I was like, do you really want to fucking take me on right now? <laughs> do you want to start this right now? Yeah, literally. I'm he ready. was like, okay, anytime I try and talk to you about anything, you get defensive. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just saying, let me go do something fun. <laughs> But it's just little shit like that. Like, we're not really mad at each other. Yeah. I'm very exciting to date. Can you tell? I can definitely tell. I think Eric would be scared. Well, it sounds like Jesse's a lot like me, actually. Really? If he's oh, like, yeah. If like he's, shy. If he's shy and negative. That's and... Eric. <laughs> shy and negative. Shy and negative. That's what my Bumble profile says. Hi, my name's Eric. Hi, I'm shy. I'm Eric. And I'm negative. <laughs> What else, Eric? Anything? I don't think so. Anything else you want to say? Um, Besides the fact that I've been silently, I hope, eating popcorn this whole time. Is that bag gone yet? Nope. Still There's half only full. 39 calories per cup. There's probably only like 300 calories in that whole bag. I mean, I just know how to pick stuff, you know? I know. I love watching you eat this. You're like very away from the mic. I'm like leaning. I know. I've been drinking my coffee. I'm like, can people head. hear me swallow? Hopefully not. We could do like that ASMR shit. You like (laughs) eat into the mic and whisper only. So weird. I'm kind of into it though. You listen to it? Yeah, like when people like. Oh, I don't like that. Tap on their teeth and stuff. Whispering. Yeah, or like eat pickles. Like I kind of like it. It doesn't turn me on. Like some people get turned on by it, but it. I don't know. It makes me feel fascinating. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy. (laughs) You weirdo. I know, right? People do some weird shit. Same. Like when people. Uh, like crack open a can of LaCroix and it makes that fizzy sound. Okay, what? that sound I love. Into it. Just add to the white girlness of me. Does LaCroix make a different sound than other cans? Yeah, yes. because it, it whispers its flavor. <laughs> so then you know what to expect because you can barely taste any flavors. So like you crack it and it'll go, lemon. <laughs> so then you know what flavor it is. <laughs> crack it, pomegranate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Pample Moose. Oh my god. I was just thinking about that one. That name is such a weird name. Pample Moose. Pample Moose. It's Why? like desk in Spanish, like poopy tray. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. I love you. Thanks love you. for being on. Anytime. This was fun. Guest feature anytime. Everyone follow us on Instagram. Love is on the air podcast. Listen, share, like rate subscribe subscribe like and prescribe hashtag hashtag freaking do it (laughs) hashtag tell everyone okay love you bye bye